Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, y'all. Sun Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair Media Network. It's finally the most wonderful time of the year. Senior Bowl week. This is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the lead guy running lead. That didn't make sense. The lead guy running lead on the petition for the Senior Bowl to switch back to North and South. And with me, as always, is AJ. Jim Nagy really did it during a pandemic. Marchese. You got to give it to Jim. He finally owned the libs, and uh, now we just have to sit in it. And again, he, he even changed the names to American and National to be even more patriotic. <laughs> Better respect Jim Nagy's hustle. Uh, today is our 2021 Senior Bowl special. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving up. To Cleveland, maybe looking for a Lawrence or Sewell. Don't draft specialists on the first day. Don't draft specialists on the second day. Maybe draft a punter in the six. We'll see. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect and the NBA is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code Armchair to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. You know who else is an expert, AJ? Uh, Jim Nagy, baby. We've already said that. That's right. That's right. Jim Nagy. Because we doubted him at times. He came through. The Senior Bowl's happening. People are going craziness it's pandemic it's sold to capacity rob there's a big banner across the top of the website Um, that's sick (laughs) yeah um and the media people are going that's sick draft twitter bros are going that's sick um but hey we're gonna we're gonna safely enjoy it from our homes but we're we're, i'm not not gonna lie i'm very happy it's happening i yeah i know i know and I, i I, I we talked about it last week. I'm kind. I'm a little upset the combine is not happening, and like, especially like the, the rules kind of seem murky because like there's a thing about like pro days might only be allowed a maximum of five underclassmen, which is really weird. So I don't know, but yeah. So all things considered, when we're losing all this stuff, I I am happy the the senior rules happy, even though I I don't know if it should be, but yeah, I'm happy. And it makes this more important than ever. It does, and it's a hell of a roster. Yeah, it is an awesome roster. Because Jim Nagy's the best. He's the king. Like, I think there's a lot less FCS guys than usual and a lot less small school guys than usual, which 
doesn't mean that it's a better roster on that merit alone, but I'm just saying that's that's probably a good sign yeah. that we get all these Bama guys and the, you know, the 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 Blue Bloods guys are there. Like, so many Ohio State if, guys, yeah. And I wonder if that's be because those FCS, most of those FCS schools didn't play season, so guys didn't really have that chance to yeah. elevate themselves to earning a senior bowl invite. Yeah, so, no, which, which definitely sucks for them. But, yeah, we got, like, what, six FCS guys? Off the top of my head, something like that? I don't know. We got the only one that matters. <laughs> Six or seven, something like that. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's 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 jump into it. We're gonna go with some superlatives, then we're gonna do some one on one talks, and then we'll go uh position group by position group at the end. Let's do it, baby. Okay, who are you most excited to see at the twenty twenty one senior bowl, AJ? Okay, uh, hey, this is gonna be my only cop out, Rob. <laughs> I'm going. Okay, I copped it. Okay, cool. I'm going in general the offensive line and the defensive line because I think okay. both of those groups are absolutely loaded this year. Yeah, you really love the defensive tackle group. Not. <laughs> I say defensive line as Jim puts it. Yeah, there, there's like, I don't know what is there four true IDLs and probably like add another two yeah. that are probably going to be their full time uh, immobile. And then, like, a fun group of, like, bigger edges that we'll probably ha- – we'll get a good look yep. at rotating inside, which is actually going to be really cool. Um, but I, yeah. think, I, think, I think it's the best offensive line group I've seen. It's it's pretty fucking loaded, for real. And, like, which is pretty interesting because, like, like you know, we, we've talked about a lot of the top offensive tackles. And, like, those guys aren't, aren't there, but, like, because they're underclassmen. But um, it's still loaded at tackle, and I think the interior is yep. even better. Yep. No, I think that the interior's got a great combination of high-end guys mm-hmm. and really interesting day three options who could be plug-and-play guys, honestly. Yeah, no, it's it's a good group. And I like wa- watching these guys and, and getting into it a bit this week, I uh, I, I think I underappreciated the IOL class this year. And seeing what it looks I like. I think I did too. Yeah, seeing what it looks like at, uh, at the senior level, I was like, oh, fuck, there's a lot of guys I like in this group. Yeah, I think part of it is because there's no absolute yeah, top the, 15 dude in in the class, but there's a lot of depth. Yeah, and there's not even a slam dunk first round pick right now. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, Landon Dickerson probably would have been the first IOL off the board. Uh, I, Elijah Vera Tucker. Oh, yeah. But you remember, I, I'm still not that high on Elijah Vera Tucker, and I haven't really dug into him yet. He's also, some people are talking about. Because he moved to left tackle this year. Yeah. Uh, and, and then coming back to the D line group, obviously, yeah, like you said, the interior defensive line group not that special, but the edge group is so deep, and there's mm-hmm. all these different types of yes. them. We got we got some huge guys. We've got the Jordan Smiths, the Peyton Turners, and then then we've got we've got some of the smaller guys like the Quincy Rochers and the Shakatonis. Um, and, and we got a couple guys who could contend for to be top fifty picks. Um, in, in like Boogie Basham, mm-hmm. Shad Weaver, back to Jordan Smith, even uh, it's a it's a really fun group, and obviously the best one on ones are always going to be um, yeah. O line D line. Yeah, we were we were biased coming into this, but no, uh, but the, the groups are legitimately uh, absolutely awesome, and and like that's not a knock on the rest of the positions at, at all. No, like, no, it's just it's just it's deep as hell and it's fun uh, as hell. I, I found pretty pretty much outside of quarterback, every position group. Has some really really talented dudes. Um, the teams are just not split very well. 
Hey, it's hard to split it when it's national versus American. All right, they're both they're both equally what great. Is the, what is the what is the what like? What is how do they decide what is what? I, I, I don't know. I'm gonna be like you know the Charlie Day meme when he's at the at the board there. Trying yes. to, that's gonna be me trying to put all these things together, trying to figure out what the the geographic connection or the is it alphabetical. I have no idea. But, but before before I go to my most excited AJ, can you explain to the listener how you've remembered that the Dolphins are national and the Panthers are American? <laughs> I mean, because I've been struggling. Because I mean, it's 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 tough for me, and I, the the change from north to south has got me all fucked up. So I'm just I know national is Miami because Pitbull is from Miami and he's Mister Worldwide, and that's international. International equals national. That's the Dolphins. Pretty easy. Simple. It's such a good tool. Simple math. Mr. Worldwide. There you go. Okay. I also caught that for most excited. Uh, I just put the group of five talent in general because I stand the group of five. But <laughs> a lot of the guys I'm most excited to see are coming from the group of five. I'm excited to see them against some of this blue blood yeah. talent that you mentioned. Um, I also I have most of my draft crushes that are at the senior bowl are from the group of five. Um, I, I, I wrote down six names specifically, mm-hmm. uh, South Alabama linebacker, Riley Cole, Western Michigan receiver, Dwayne Eskridge, UAB edge, Jordan Smith, Tulane edge, Cam Sample, UCF DB, Aaron Robinson, and Cincinnati left tackle, James Hudson. The, the, the big dogs of the group of five too. Like we've seen all of those guys, uh, like the hype starting to build for all of them. I mean. Like the Cam Sample one, uh, maybe the quietest, and you got it started last That's week. That's my favorite one. I, I, I know. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I've seen the Riley Cole stands floating around uh, kind of uh, since like mid mid season, to be honest. And then like you know, Jordan Smith has been a top fifty talks. Yeah, there's it's a it is a really talented group, and like James Hudson could be one of the big risers of the league. And then like yeah, and, and I, I think. Eskridge is mm-hmm. the perfect type of receiver that the NFL is looking for right now. And, hey, even Aaron Robinson, yep. um, DJ had him in the first round of his mock draft. And yep. He was one of my favorite guys over the summer because of how versatile he, he is in that Central Florida secondary. They play him everywhere. And he's an Alabama transfer, too, so he's got some of that. The pedigree. That, yeah, exactly. I think it's a really, really good group, and I can't wait to see them against some of these, these big dogs. Yeah, and, and, and speaking of the secondary specifically for Robinson, this is a, a talented and deep wide receiver class too, so it's um he's gonna get tested. That's gonna be hell super fun. Lots of different types of receivers in the class too, so you get to see how they handle different styles, which is fun. What uh, just I know this is on on script here, but what position group are you the least excited for? Uh, tight end, I think. See, <laughs> that's fair, but I, for me, they, I I love Hunter Long and Kenny Oboa so so much, so like that that at least helps me. I, I, I think interior D-line tight end are, are I the d- ones yeah, that stand out. I, ideal is probably the fair one. But Nagy's just got them grouped as DL because he's smart and he knows how to market. <laughs> Bingo. Okay, uh, you mentioned there's not that many uh, non-FPS guys this year. Um, I'm going to just take a leap of faith and assume we both have Quinn Miners as our non-FBS guy to watch. You know week. what? I, I did the three um, non-FBS off to linemen. Radon's, oh, Spencer Brown and Quinn Miners, because I, I think, I mean, Miners obviously friend of the show. He was on the show in the summer. We love him. Uh, didn't get to play this year, so I'm super. He, he he's basically the most excited I'm, I'm I am for anyone to see. But he can dunk. He he can dunk. He was posting those sick workout tapes. That was great. But yeah, uh, Radon's got first round talk. Spencer Brown. There's a lot of fans of his 
I, I don't think either of us were too hot in the summer, and I'm still I'm still not there. So I want to see him against the best of the best. But Miners is really the one I'm most excited for. Uh, wait, did you say all three? Um, so Spencer Brown, Quinn Miners, and uh, David Moore. Oh, sorry, I, I say I said Raidens, but yeah, David Moore too. Forgot about Raidens. David Moore. Oh yeah, I forgot about Raidens. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good. I mean, that's four. I I um I actually watched Dave Moore literally today, and I didn't know what to think going in. I, I came away thinking he's very interesting. Day three guy, but uh, yeah, I mean, Riddens and Spencer Brown have both, like you said, both had yeah. kind of top fifty first round talk even, and Spencer yeah. Brown's supposed to be a freak. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Quinn Miners are just our guy. <laughs> David Moore was the first player to show up in Mobile, so that's that's a bump right there too. He's always on time. That's what they said about him. That's every single broadcast you throw on when you're watching grambling games. I would say he's always on time, and you love that. I watched him dominate the Alabama and MD line. <laughs> so sick. Okay, who who, who do you think's got the most approved on offense this week? So I I wanted to go quarterback because when it, when it all comes down to it, these events, you know, they're about the quarterbacks, even though not for me, but yeah, they are. They are. So I I put Max Jones just to see him. You know, not in that Alabama setting with. You know, I did too. Like Devonta Smith is there, but he's not catching balls, and like he he has some guys there, but it, it's you know he's in practice, he's not familiar with most of his pass catchers. It's it's obviously a, it's it's a fish out of water scenario, and uh, I I like Mac Jones though. Like I think he's gonna go and look good. Me too. Uh, I think the the two most obvious guys you could put for this um, for the superlative are him and, and Kyle Trask. Definitely, yeah, that's what I, I debated. Um. And I think we both lean Mac Jones because we both see him as as an actual day two prospect versus Trask is more more hype than substance. Uh, yeah, correct. I, I think I think he's just a, a better better player. The period. Um, I'm I'm also excited just to to kind of see how he um, handles the huddle. To be honest, just because you you've been at Alabama, mm-hmm. and and this is just such a totally new environment. Yeah, and, and, and I wanna, he, you know, he was still only a one-year starter. We, 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 I don't know if that gets talked about that much because he was so damn good. But, yeah, I mean, no, you're, you're right. There, there's still those those boxes for him to check. Uh, I, I, it's not like I don't think he's going to check them, but, no, I mean, no, there will be the questions. I, I, I think he, he's the only, um, the only quarterback here who's really got a chance to go day two. I'd actually put Jamie Newman in this column, too, if, if mm-hmm. I was – Looking at a third guy, just because obviously we haven't seen him in a year. I think he's got the best physical tools of anyone there. Uh, agreed. Uh, and um, if he has a good week, like t- the day two doesn't seem realistic, um, just just because again he hasn't played in a year. Yeah. But uh, maybe being being that first quarterback off the board day three that you're kind of banking on as a developmental guy. Yeah. No. I like I, I like Jamie Newman. He's got a lot to Me work too. on. But no, he he's definitely got the best arm of the group, and yeah, like whenever there's a guy that's gonna go out and wow with his arm, he's got he's got so much to gain, and he definitely could be the big riser of this group of quarterbacks. Now the question is, like he, you said, I, I don't know if it's gonna be to day two, and I don't know if he's gonna do it, but he's got the chance to. He he enters the week right now as my QB um, six behind obviously the four first round guys, and Mac Jones. So fair enough. Yeah. You hate contrast. Um, okay. I respect it. Maybe a less uh, obvious qu- 
question. Most approved on defense. Definitely a less obvious question. I I I ended up settling on Marvin Wilson just because. Me too. <laughs> anyway, so hey, we're it right. was obvious. It was. Look, I don't think it was, but it was an easy one. Um, <laughs> just contradictory. Yeah, I know. I look. He he he. He's the biggest slider of anyone that's in Mobile because he went from a potential top fifteen guy, and we we talked about this two episodes ago. Um, to now, uh, maybe he's not a day two guy. So, yeah. So and, and, and yeah, and his credit too, like we just said, there's like no IDL. So he's got a he's got a spotlight on him, and if he can go in and perform, uh, he can reignite his stock. And it, like you said earlier, this interior offensive line group is very very good. Yeah. Um, and if he stands out among an interior D line group that's not over, like no, you're not getting super excited about it. Uh, actually, I shouldn't say that. Levi Omuzariki's yeah. got probably the best upside here. Agreed. Um, but but Marvin Wilson has, I don't know, the biggest name, the most pedigree coming yeah. from the bigger school. Um, he obviously didn't have the senior year expected, but had a junior year that at least led people to believe if he take an, could take another step, he could be a first-round guy. Uh, I, I'm definitely excited to see him. He dealt with injuries this year too. Mm-hmm. Um, a good week for him reignites, like you said, reignites that day two talk. Yeah, and hey, look, it's not just the group in Mobile that's weak at IDL. It's this class in yeah, general. So exactly. So yeah, it, it's not just hey, he looked the best in Mobile. Well, maybe we should take another look at him. It's if he looks at the best in Mobile, he can really, really affect his stock come April 27th or whatever it is. I think both him and Levi on, on Uzuriki have a big week ahead of them because. Yeah. Because of this interior D line class, because after Christian Barmore, it's it's kind of him, it's kind of Davian Nixon, and then it's t- to me, it's very open. Yeah, and and uh, Daniel Jeremiah also mocked on Wazuriki in the first, if I right, yeah, 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 no, that, that so, I, that's right, I forgot. Yeah, so there's been a like, I, and you know what, it kind of crept up, and then when I saw it, I wasn't too shocked because I've seen some people really falling from him, and uh, I think we've both been fans of his for a couple years, and. Uh, I, I, well, the the, the talent's remember, always been there. Yeah. Do you remember on on Rizuriki's, uh 2018 tape? Mm-hmm. He was playing. He was playing, um, kind of more all over the line. Yeah. yeah. Which we always get excited about. And then 2019, because of injuries, he's playing so much more nose tackle. And yeah. He's just not built to be a nose tackle. He's he's like 290, and so much more built to be a five tech or a three tech. And, and that's and a school a, that a really good athlete who wins with quickness and leverage. And they yeah. were like asking him just to hold the point as a nose tackle. And it just didn't make sense. Yeah. And one of the, like Washington's one of the nose tackle schools too. Like that was yeah. a, a true nose tackle. So like, yeah, when you got a guy that should be shooting gaps and he, he making lots of splashy plays as he did in 2018, uh, ask him just to, yeah, like, like gap it. It's, it's not a big, like, it's not, it's not ideal for him. Uh, and, that, and that's why the, he's he's in a perfect position to dominate one-on-ones this week. Yeah, no, for sure. Okay, before we jump into one-on-one talk, who, if you can pick one guy who's not really in that first-round conversation heading into the week, okay, who are you picking that puts themselves into it through the three practices? Uh, I got to narrow it down. Okay, I, I will say Deontay Brown, oh. the the Alabama interior oh. offensive lineman. Who I, who Just because I, that picture of him makes him look massive. He, well, he is massive. He's a fucking walking fridge. I mean, I, I fell in love with him. Uh, I, I was my other pick was gonna be another interior off the lineman. If you want to hear, yeah, 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 go for it. Ben Cleveland, who I, I fell in love with. Both my boy, of them. I fell in love with both That's of a, them. 
Yeah, it, uh, I I thought when I when I fell in love with Ben Cleveland, I thought you would. Yeah, because I mean, I liked him all year just watching live games, and I didn't dig in, and I, I threw the tape on this week. I'm like, holy fuck, he's an mf'er. Yeah, I, I love Brown he's and also I, massive. Yeah, they're they're pole, like, He's what six six three thirty and he's six six three forty. That's fucked. And then Brown is what like three fifty at six three. He's just, <laughs> yeah, he, he's like maybe he's not afraid. He's like he, like a fucking safe. I like, love this interior O line group. Uh, I do too. Specifically the guards. There's I noticed there's only two actual centers. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah. I wonder if they'll have somebody else try to snap. Yeah. I don't. know. Who the hell would it be? I don't know. We'll find out. I bet our boy Quinn. Could yeah, get... that's that's a good one. He will definitely get a look at center. You're right. And he well, he can do anything. Yeah, I've seen him dunk. Uh, who who did you put? <laughs> uh, I put Rashad Weaver, the pit edge. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. I think he's got he he's my highest rated um, pass rusher that's going to be in Mobile. Okay. Uh, I, uh, right now he's a day two guy. And he's been but, there all all year too. Yeah, and he he missed twenty nineteen with a torn ACL. Like he was quite good in twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Missed twenty nineteen with the ACL, and that's when like kind of Patrick Jones and Jalen Twyman broke out. Yeah, so it was a little quieter entering his senior year with the hype. And then I think he was the he was uh, obviously Twyman opted out, but I thought Weaver was the anchor uh, on that D line and six five two seventy great hands, a little stiff, like not the greatest athlete in the world, but you fall in love. With um, the pass rush repertoire, mm-hmm. you fall in love with the effort. You fall in love with the power he can generate, um, and, and what he can do as, as a run defender. So I think if he can get the best of some of these blue blood offensive tackles, uh, again, all like both of us are picking guys who don't really have that first round hype right now. Um, but with the right week, we've seen it happen. Like a guy enter the week not really being yeah talked about at that level and then come out of that week and he's like who's the viewed as a consensus first off the top of your head like uh, hassan reddick the biggest yes that riser? was the that, well i was saying that i had yeah. hassan reddick in mind yeah it only took four years and he broke out <laughs> can you get the bag baby i still love hassan reddick i don't care um he, he was awesome this year when they yeah. just let him play his natural position as a pass rusher yeah he was um and that was the big talk going into Mobile about him, you know, moving, uh, playing linebacker and pass rusher, and he looked good doing both. So, anyways, uh, yeah, no, there always is a guy. There always is a guy. Uh, okay, let's do some one-on-one talk. We'll go. Uh, we'll start with the interior line versus the interior D line. Uh, who you got for national that you're most excited to see up against each other? So I mean, I had to go back to Quinn Miners because I, I want to see yeah. if he can uh, he yeah. can prove it, baby. We love him so much, and I put him up against the best there, Levi and Wazariki. Who? Yeah, that's going to be a good There's test. Overlap here. Yeah, there is, but it's okay. That's we're we're, we're highlighting the big ones. Uh, that's the big test, like to see if Miners can handle that Pac-12 <laughs> athleticism, baby. Like. Coming from Wisconsin Whitewater, making the leap and seeing him against—I mean, luckily for him, it's not that great of an ideal group. But but on Wazariki's the big dog, so. In miners, it's not like miners is an undersized guy or no. anything. No. Uh, you just want to see if he can handle that athleticism, yep. and that's why I think on Wazariki's the perfect guy to show it against because he's the most athletic guy on that interior D line. Definitely. Um, and, and you throw in the Quinn Miners tape, and it's—he stands out so quickly because obviously he's playing Division Three, uh, and he's by far the best guy in the field. So it's hard to judge what he would look like at the NFL level when he's just f- throwing literally everybody who comes near him. You know it's what's kind of cool? like 
Ben, ben Barch last yeah. year. Yeah, you know what? I was about to make the same uh, statement, except, you know, we've seen Ben Barch come in. Like, every time there, there's a guy we love that's, like, D2 or 3, they usually come in and have great weeks. Like, Barch did. Kappa did. Uh, Marpet did. Like, like all these guys came up and, and showed up. So, it's I think it's Quinn Miner's turn. The NFL will find you if you can do it. I'm so happy he's there because I, I was worried he wasn't going to be. We both thought he he should be in the summer, and then it was a late one, and it was it was the, the happiest I was about any of the announcements. I'm re- I'm ready to see him uh, kind of bring that same edge we saw a couple of years ago, um, with uh, Lindstrom and um, Reisner. Yeah, no, I think, and I think we might get some of that, like because uh, there's so many alpha dogs in there's the Iowa. There's a lot of them. Yeah, so I think a we're going to get them are motherfuckers. Yeah, I, that, that's fun and. And flipping to the American, I, I went with Deontay Brown, who I think is a motherfucker and he's wide as a fridge. And kind of simple, I want to see him against Marvin Wilson. And it's it's more yep. so I want to see Marvin Wilson against him because if he hey if he can look good against the best of the best, we already said it. He is a good chance there. And I I think Deontay Brown and Ben Cleveland, who are both on the American team, are going to go out and and wreck shit. And I think they're going to look amazing. And I. I think we're going to start seeing both of them in the in the in the late twenties mock talk, and I, I don't think that's ridiculous at all. I have I have early second round grades on both of them. And, and let me throw one more uh, SEC guard at you yep. um, from the American Trey Smith. Yeah. Who, I mean, entering the year, we're talking about him as a potential first round guy. Yep. Things didn't go super great at Tennessee, and, and he definitely has some shortcomings, specifically in pass protection, his overall athleticism, and. So that's why I, I, I put him versus Marvin Wilson. Because if Trey Smith, like, I know Trey Smith is going to be a, a, a legitimate um, greater truck. I don't know what, what, is, what is the term. Road trader. Thank you, AJ. He, he's going to be at the next level. But does he have the feet? Does he have the, the bend to hold up in yeah. protection against longer, more athletic defensive linemen? So I, I end up putting him against Marvin Wilson. I uh yeah no that's a good one and this guard group's sick though like all I mean Smith Cleveland and um, Deontay Brown can be top fifty picks definitely yeah I, I think they all will be to be honest um, and if Landon Dickerson didn't get hurt he'd be in that group too yeah yeah exactly I I'm I'm excited about Trey Smith too um I was gonna mention him uh, I will mention him later when we do our uh, individual superlatives I think I can't remember um, but <laughs> sick. <laughs> I should have scrolled down before I said that. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. So you got to stay tuned. <laughs> that's a good. That's called a tease. <laughs> no, I'm. Okay, I'm, ex- who, who, I'm excited who about it. Who do you have for edge versus tackle uh, for the national? For the national, I, I, I you know, what? I change it up a bit. I put Liam Eikenberg because you know he's just the the steady man, do everything. But yeah, uh, and not, but not. I don't. I don't think he's the top guy. But he could come out of the week as the top tackle there. Uh, you know, I changed it up. I put Hamilcar Rashid because I want to see what he's got, and I want to see cool. what, what he's got against someone that's technically sound and just steady man, and, and it's easy going for him. And I want to see if Rashid, ha- if he's developed the pass rush moves anymore, and, and mm. if, if he can flash the athleticism against him. Yeah, it's not like we saw much Oregon State this year. No guy plays with his hair on fire. Obviously, a great athlete, a bit undersized. Yeah. And lacks the kind of the the toolbox of pass rush plan, mm-hmm. so I think that that is a very good yeah the steady Eddie versus the high upside guy. Yeah, and, and they're like he he's maybe more of the inconsistent high upside guy. So we we got some mm-hmm. of the, yeah. the the up high upside guys that do it play to play though. But yeah, yeah, I I put Spencer Brown versus Shad Weaver mainly because 
I mean, Spencer Brown didn't pl- get to play this year because yep. Northern Iowa didn't play. Um, 6'8", 320. We've heard just a freak of an athlete. Uh, I, I like his tape. I, I I have him closer to a day three guy than a, a day one guy, though. Yeah. Um, and I know he's a little bit polarizing, so I want to see how he handles a guy who, who can rush with power and, and pop behind his hands because I, I think Spencer Brown, the, a big question for me is – his anchor and his bend. So if Rashad Weaver can get up underneath him, I think it'll it'll mm-hmm. be a tough matchup for Brown. Um, but he, if if Brown if Brown proves that use that length and that athleticism to handle a guy who's built like an NFL pass rusher like Weaver, I think he'll do wonders. He can make a lot of money this week. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, okay, jump into the American. What you got? I kept this one simple. I put I put kind of best on best in my opinion. Uh, Alex Leatherwood, Bama. Against Boogie Basham, baby, because yeah, yeah. just too. best on best there. I, I want to see that. And I, I kind of, like, I don't know. I feel like people have slipped on Boogie a little bit. And I, I know not really in stock, but he doesn't get the, the love. Because I he's one of the guys that we've just seen him do it for so long and he's been talked about for so long that you kind of, you, you know, you get the, the talk quiets on. So I want to see him reignite that. And, and Leatherwood, you know, there's the guard talk and all that. So he's he's going out there to prove prove people wrong that he is a tackle. And the the senior bowl itself fucked up and called him a guard center or something. And then Nugget. Oh yeah, that was all stupid too. So I, I think they wanted to light a fire. Jim's playing 4D chess here. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, I, I went with the same because yeah, we've seen we've seen Boogie Basham um, for years now. Mm-hmm. Not not gonna blow you away athletically, but freaking built like a. Like a house, yeah. Uh, with awesome hands, plays with great leverage, great effort. Seeing that against a guy like Leatherwood, who has some length questions, yep. Um, has some uh, some some questions. I think um, about like his his physicality, yeah. Which I think he did a pretty good job this year, yep. kind of taking that up a notch. Uh, but I I I think he has to prove he's not a tackle, and. He, yeah, this season, I he he didn't look like he's not a tackle. Mm-hmm. So let's let's see what he can do as a tackle. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, okay, moving to running back versus linebacker. And when I think about this one, yes, I think about um, coverage, but I also think about blitz pickup. That's a good one. I, I I honestly I just try to put in coverage, but yeah, I. <laughs> Ooh, AJ. Guess what, Rob? This one works both ways, baby. It's a passing league, says AJ. <laughs> where they I, send the running backs to catch. Who's who's the best pass catching running back there? Easily, it's it's Felton. So I put him there. Who's the best linebacker on the national team? Chasrat. So I want to see those two go up against. It. And a hey, Chasrat's a good blitzer. Uh, Felton, he's okay. He's okay as a pass blocker. You think Chaz Surratt's the best linebacker in the national team? Yeah. Who, wait, who do you have? Tough Borland. Oh, okay. The king. <laughs> Did you not see him in coverage? <laughs> yeah, no, I think Chaz Surratt. For a second, I'm like, wait, I'm, I'm like, is Joke there? And I don't know? Like, like what's going on? No. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Yeah, no. But I, so I think that's the premier matchup. It, both in coverage and, like you said, um, as a blitzer. That's a good one. And I, I, I went with Chaz Surratt against his teammate, Michael Carter, who is one of my favorite players. Michael Carter is small, but he is also one of the best pass-protecting yep. running backs in the class. So I want to see him against Chaz Surratt, who's one of the best blitzing linebackers in the class. Yep. And that's just a car crash ready to happen. Uh, plus, Michael Carter has shown the ability to be an impactful pass catcher. It reminds me a little bit of my one of my favorite running backs in the league, Naeem Hines. Chaz Surratt's one of the most athletic linebackers. You can't not pick 
chess rat and you can pretty much pick any of the national running backs because all the good ones are in the national yeah they did a really really bad job of splitting it i don't get it i don't even think Najee harris is gonna um do things but But, i don't because why 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 aren't all the alabama guys on national or american they're on they're split up i told you my my conspiracy map is gonna be um, (laughs) okay no but (laughs) I, I think they definitely just put Najee on the national team because they're trying to get Miami to pick him. But, and I, <laughs> I think I think that's I think that's kind of what they did. Is you can kind of see it is that if Carolina has a need, they kind of they went heavier on that side. If Miami has a need, they went that way. I think I think Miami got the better team overall too. But uh, yeah, anyways. But yeah, so it's kind that's of a good theory. Not as good as a matchup on the on the Americans. That's that Carter or Felton against Red. That that's that's a headline matchup. So I kind of I kind of changed it up. I put Kylan Hill, who opted out midseason, um, didn't see him too much, but he he was in that Mike Leach offense and he caught a lot of balls this year. I think the most he caught all in his career. So I'm gonna see him. He quit the team about four games in. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> opted out. I said it nicely. Um, you know who I put him against? Our, our favorite player in the world, Patty Fisher, baby. Because I, I want to see him. <laughs> And I think he's gonna. It's, first of all, it's a hard one to find in a good matchup on this side. But I want to see him in coverage, and I, I think he's gonna come with a fire in his belly. I think it's gonna be fun. Okay, that's good. Um, I, I went with Elijah Mitchell mainly because I think he's the most interesting of the American running backs. Yeah, he's the guy I think has the chance to go highest. Um, but he's also coming from the group of five. So I want to, and, and not necessarily known for his pass catching ability. So mm-hmm. I want to see how he catches the ball. Yep. Um, and I want to see him against Jabril Cox, who obviously jumped from the FCS to the SEC this year, and on a bad LSU defense, he stood out as probably one of, one of one of their three best players. De- at least. Definitely, yeah. Really long, really athletic, um, versatile guy. So I want to see how he covers. Uh, Again, like it's not like Elijah Mitchell's a great pass catcher, but just seeing Jabril Cox work in space will be fun. And it's the Battle of Louisiana. Yeah, that too. That's uh, actually what I think. <laughs> Quickly going back to Kylan Hill, I still I still see a lot of like quiet Kylan Hill fans, and I, I've I never like I've never been there. So that's why I kind of want I want him to prove me wrong this week. Um. Okay. Receiver versus corner, which is the second best after O line D line. Who you have for national? I put uh, for receiver. I put Sacherad. I just want to see him on the football field again because he's fun as fuck. And hey, I, I Rodarius Williams. I think he's the alpha dog yeah, at, okay. at corner. Same. I think he's the alpha dog. So I, I want to see. I think that's the matchup, man. I that see, is the matchup. Yes, uh, Rodarius Williams great. Uh, like covering deep. He, he's he's a long press, guy too. Sorry, long press man guy yeah. against one of the height weight speed freaks of this yeah. receiver class yeah who like you said we haven't seen play in a year versus Rodarius williams coming off one of the best years uh, a corner had in college football exactly yeah and he's there's a, he's the oldest guy there so <laughs> there's a lot of length at a uh, at corner right there is definitely and that's, that must hey, get you excited it does baby it does <laughs> um okay the <laughs> the american side more interesting i think at, at least uh in terms of receiver uh, yeah, no, definitely. I, I actually, this is like the only one where I put an alt matchup, but so I was going to audible Ooh. to see where you went, but you know, uh, my, my, they're both great matchups, but I, I'll say Cornell Powell against, uh, Melifonwu. I think that's going to be a fun one. Both guys trying to prove themselves cool this week. One. Yeah. Yeah. Both... Mel- Melifonwu's got a, a guy with a chance to really help yep. himself in another long corner, six, three. Yeah. And, and, and Powell's a guy who you, you kind of talked up all year. Um, and 
I like isn't getting maybe the same. Yeah, he's not getting maybe the same respect as previous Clemson receivers. Um, but had an awesome year and looked great against Ohio State in that loss. I'm excited to see him in one-on-one because I think he's an underrated route runner. Yeah, he he showed off the route running pretty big, and he's a physical dude, and Melfon was too. I, so I think that's going to be a ton of fun. Like, I, I don't know where you have Powell, but I think he's like could legitimately be a day-two guy. I, I have him in the early fourth, so yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, that's where I have him too. Yeah. I who, do, you, do you like Rodgers or Powell more? <laughs> it's funny. I have Powell uh, one slot ahead of him. That's oh, that's weird. Rogers. That's funny. Uh, I I like Powell. I, I'm still not that sold on Murray Rogers, but we'll I, we'll we'll touch on that later. Ooh, another teaser. You gotta keep um, listening. Uh, like I did with the running backs for the American, I, I kept that Louisiana. I'm keeping this Florida. Kadarius Tony against Aaron Robinson. That was I mean, my alt. Kadarius, Good thing I put too. <laughs> Kadarius Tony's the most exciting, yes. probably guy there. Yeah. Uh, the highest upside receiver there uh, could be a first round pick. Aaron Robinson also could be a first-round pick, a guy who, as more people dive in, I think they will also fall in love with him because he plays legitimately every – like, he, yeah. he'll line up outside corner on the left one play. Now, now he's nickel. Uh, now he's playing linebacker. Now he's lining up outside corner on the right. Like, he, he's going from boundary he's, he's to field to nickel to safety to line. Like, he does everything. And, again, he's an Alabama transfer, so there's some SEC to this bat- matchup as well. <laughs> That's a good one, and hey, t- Tony. He's, a, he's also physical as hell, and I love him. That's a, it's a, yeah. I think that th- those two, I, I kind of, I kind of went sneaky with Palomelafondu. I, I think Tony Robbins is probably the headliner. I think so too, but that that was a good sneaky all pick. That's why I put two, okay. baby. Well, the matchup that probably won't happen: tight end versus safety. Okay, I'll paint the picture though. Okay, it's Thursday night in Blacksburg. Enter Sandman's blasting through the speakers. We got Hunter Long versus Divine Diablo, and it's a fucking war, baby. Tell me that doesn't get you hyped. <laughs> I mean, the only option here was you, you could decide between Longer uh, uh, Yeboah for tight end. Yeah. And and then it had to be in Divine Diablo, though. Yeah, I know. That, but, so that's why I went for the ACC connection and old Big East connection, yeah. I, I, I did uh, um, Yeboah, so. Good. I'm glad you did. I... I I think Hunter Long's my top tight end there. I love Kenny Yaboa too, though. I think I think Yaboa. I mean, he's been rising all year. I think he's going to keep doing it though. And, and getting a guy like uh, Divine Diablo, who is massive for a safety, yep. who who played um, a lot of overhang and in the box for Virginia Tech, really great tackler. But all his all his questions come up with athleticism and coverability. Yep. So seeing against two two of the best pass catching tight ends in the country, Yabo is obviously a great athlete. Hunter Long's like a power forward. Yep. They're two different styles of tight ends. So really, just seeing Di- Diablo how he handles each of them will yeah. be fun. Yeah, definitely. I I, uh, I think that's like if I had to pick one matchup on either team, though, though that's the one. Uh, with the American, it's good safety choices. <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 tight ends aren't great though. So I. I put Bowling Green Zone, Quinn and Morris, yes, and I, I put him against Hampson and Dean, which is... Me, me too. Yeah, it felt like the easy one. Quinn Morris gets the gets the bump to this because he's a former receiver, and that's basically how I, bro- I made the decision. A- hey, um, and former basketball player. Oh, and you know, we like guys who can dunk. Uh, like he was, I, I didn't, I wasn't blown away by his tape at, at Bowling Green, but yeah. I, I did like that he lined up all over the place. That he's a former receiver, he's clearly a good athlete. And seeing him against Nasir Dean, who's a freak, who's massive, who's just dealt with a, so many injuries, yeah. Um, 
see, seeing that matchup will be good. N- Nazirudin's got one of the biggest weeks there. Yes, I I like uh, this is a tease as well, Adrian. I love one of the safeties on the American team. Oh, we'll get to that later. It'll be at the very end, so now you have to listen to the whole show. <laughs> we hooked him, Rob. Good work. It took a while, but we got him. We got if him. They're still listening. <laughs> they, they have uh, to be. Okay, before we jump into our um, our position by position, let me remind you: tis the season to be betting online. So, to bet online, head to Bet Online, where you can bet on college basketball. You've got the AFC and NFC championship happening in a couple hours as you listen, or maybe they've already happened. Uh, but after that, you've got the Super Bowl, the prop bets. I don't know if you can bet on the Senior Bowl. Um, if you email AJ, you, you, AJ will hook you up. I'll, you I'll be taking senior all Senior Bowl bets. Uh, even just how we grade practices, you can bet on everything with me. <laughs> um, but, hey, for betting on real things where you actually want to make money, head to bet <laughs> online and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Yeah, go go to betonline.ag, not betwithaj.ag. I fucked that up. Shit. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. I just wanted to let that breathe for a second. (laughs) Uh, okay, let's do position by position, starting with the wonderful quarterback group. Um, which group do you think is better, the National or the American? <laughs> it's, it's obviously the American, Rob. Uh, the American is Kellen Mond, who might be more interesting than any national quarterback. And then we got Trask, Newman, and Mac Jones. So, I mean, it's not even close. And, and hey, look, it's clearly because they, they, they want to give Carolina the look at quarterbacks. It's true, but hey... Um... They're probably going to have to trade up if they want to draft an actual uh, franchise quarterback. Yeah, and Detroit, Especially now that Stafford's on yeah, the move. Uh, or maybe they trade for Matt Stafford. Ooh. There's a lot of teams that uh, can be but, on Stafford. Anyways, that's not what the show's about. Save it for the Stafford show when we have to fill time in a couple weeks. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I agree. It's obviously the American. For the most talented and or highest rated quarterback, I think it's quite obviously, again, Mac Jones. I, I Hey, I put from, like, if you go, like, Highest rated, it's easily Mac Jones. Um, if you go most talented, Jamie Newman's got the best arm talent. Well, I, I ended up putting him for the biggest riser of this group just because, again, he's going to be the one who gets to show off those physical yeah. tools. And nobody – like, I mean, nobody – like, Kellen Mond's probably got the next best physical uh, – Felipe Franks has a <laughs> has a hose. True. But um, combination of athleticism, arm talent, and yeah. at least good tape – 
you got to go Jamie Newman. Uh, so I think that's fair to say he's the most talented, and that's why I think he'll be the biggest riser of the week. He'll, he's most likely the biggest riser. If I had to bet on one guy just helping his stock solely, I'm going to say Matt Jones because I think he's the best guy there. And I, I think he does have a chance to, you know, go from that maybe he's a late second-round guy to – like, there's still a shot he sneaks into the end of the first round. I don't think he's that type of quarterback, but he is a quarterback, and we see that happen a lot. Who, okay, this is a little not one of our questions here, but of of this quarterback group um, on the national team, do you, do you think <laughs> any of them get drafted? You know, I was going to ask you. For the record, Sam Ellinger, Ian Book, and Felipe Frank. I was going to ask you the same question. Um, if, I had, if, if we're playing the odds, I'm going to say yes. I mean, I... Like, look, it's the NFL. They're going to draft Ian Buck for, to be a backup. Like he, I think you can make the same argument for Sam Ellinger. A, a, you can. Like that's what I mean. One of them will get drafted. If, if, if I had you to, had to, yeah. Okay, if you had to draft one, who would you draft? Like who? Who's got the most potential to at least last in the league as a competent-ish backup? A Chase Daniel. So he's not really pay, playing, but you're paying him. I, I'll say Ian Buck. I'll say Ian Buck. I think so too, but I think at the end of the day, if I'm swinging on one of these guys, I honestly I'd, I'd swing on Felipe Franks. I respect that. <laughs> he's got he's the biggest with the biggest arm. True, yes. Can't teach arm talent, AJ, or arm strength. I shouldn't call it talent. <laughs> okay, who's your personal favorite of the quarterback? Group? Mac Jones. Okay, mine's Jamie Newman. I really enjoy watching Jamie Newman. I really liked him entering the year. I was super excited to see him with Todd Monk yeah. at Georgia. Um. We didn't get to, but there's so much pure talent there. The ball just, like, jumps out of his hand. It's it's pretty ridiculous. Plus, I fall in love with the way Wake uh, runs that delayed uh, zone read. <laughs> uh, I mean, most approved, we both had Mac Jones as the top guy. So, to go opposite, I put Kyle Trask here because... <laughs> Me too. Me too. Yeah, it's... it's... He, he, he obviously was on pace to get way overhyped um this season and then really killed himself in the in the bowl game um with the right week i think the fourth round's possible like i don't think i don't know he doesn't have a great arm he i don't i don't know but maybe he'll look good in short like he has a good mechanics he's big he is big i don't love his feet at times though so that i, I don't i think the problem is mac jones is way more accurate and a better decision maker yeah and jamie newman's way more physically talented and so is kellen Mond. so yeah it's gonna be hard to stand out in this group it doesn't help him that these are the quarterbacks he's with no that yeah that's a good point and, and for sleeper i put kellen Mond, who kind of yeah like the only one like that's a deeper he's not deeper but you know what i mean there's only seven guys there i, I put felipe franks <laughs> i'm that, banging the table that's the deepest sleeper so i respect that and yeah but mond mond i think actually can go in and, and have a really nice week and help himself um i think the same i think felipe franks can seal the deal and the eskimos of edmonton will draft him <laughs> hey they're just the edmonton football team now please are they actually yeah i did not even know that i apologize they're looking for a new name any suggestions I, Rob? i'm not a good cfl fan <laughs> um, the Edmonton Oil Workers. Oh wait, this is already the Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> I think I think moving to a... running back AJ. No, yeah, this we'll we'll have this show where we're renaming CFL teams. Uh, <laughs> ask your questions, Rob. Uh, better team group again. It's <laughs> like the like the quarterbacks up top. It's obvious they've stacked the national team. The Americans got one definite guy who will get drafted. 
but the Nationals got multiple guys who could go top 100? Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, um, hey, but hey, they got they got good quarterbacks to hand them off to to the National. Like I think Ian Book's good at handing the ball off. He's got a good back. <laughs> so I think that this works. Yeah, but Nationals not even close. I mean, most talented is obviously Najee Harris, but uh, we don't know if he's going to be practicing. Okay, yeah. So let's uh, – and, again, it's obvious it's Najee Harris. Najee Harris is probably the best running back in this class. Uh, we don't know if he'll practice. So pick somebody else. Let's pick somebody else. Uh, Michael Carter. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. He's my highest rated after Najee. I have – he, he the the thing though is yeah because he's a little smaller and yep. maybe more viewed in that satellite role. Um, Ramondre Stevenson's is the maybe ends up being the the first back taken not named Najee Harris. So funny that you brought this up. I have I I, I graded Michael uh, Carter and Ramondre Stevenson pretty much evenly, like dead heat, same grade. I think they're both top one hundred guys. I love Ramondre I think, Stevenson. I, I knew you would. Uh, and obviously, I love Michael Carter. Uh, I, I think they b- both are as well. Um, I have Michael Carter above Mondre Stevenson by one slot. Uh, oh, that's well, so. dude! I swear to God, that's that's where I am now too. It's like, like li- if, neck and neck. For, yeah. Like I got like Harrison Etienne, then Javante Williams, yep. Kenny Gainwell, Michael Carter, and Mondre Stevenson. Yeah, like I think they're both gonna go in the mid. I I mid third round grades on them, and I love them both. And hey, draft them both because they'd be a hell of a fucking duo. Uh, this also just reminds me I'm sad that Trey Sermon is no longer a part. I know. And I have Trey Sermon right there with both of them, too. I, I, me, too. He, he, I have him right behind Stevenson. That's so funny. So I, I have a Carter, Stevenson, Sermon, and, like, all three of them grayed out so, so close for me. And, like, I think they're all mid-third round guys. Yeah. Like, all can be instant impact guys. See, yeah. Uh, that, that's funny because when I was watching them, I was like, am I too high? I, I know you're a Michael Carter fan. I knew you were going to be a Trey Sermon fan. But – like, am I too high? Because, like, people don't like this running back group. But I, I have these three three guys I really like in, like, the third round here. No, there's, again, those three uh, – or, sorry, Carter, Carter, Stevenson, Harris. And I, I've got Demetric Felton as my biggest riser of the week. Like, I think Me too. Like, really good – like, a really fun running back group on the national team, at least. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And, like, obviously, Felton's the, the, the best pass catcher, not even close. Yeah. And, and that, that, that's, what, that's why he's going to stand out. He's going to be the best route runner. Um, and uh, hopefully they move him around a little bit like that. And like, I yeah. think he can be a James White type running back. Like, I, I think he's a day three guy, but I think in, in with the right team, he can be an impact guy. He's got um, big time burst, too. Yeah, like, obvious role play. for him. Yeah, like, I, I have and a he, kick returner, too. Yeah, so I, I, my, my comp is Tony Pollard light on him. And, uh, like, I got like a late fourth on him. I, I liked, I liked Demetric Felton. And I, I think he, I have him for biggest riser, too. Uh, who, and your Stevenson. personal favorite is it Stevenson? Yeah. I mean, it's Najee Harris, ball. but not, not including him. It's Ramondre yes. Stevenson. Yeah. You just love bowling balls. He's a fun. He'd be I, a great fit in Seattle. He would be. <laughs> and I obviously I put Michael Carter, who is probably one of my five favorite players in the whole draft. I love Michael Carter too. I think Stevenson's up there for me. I I've, I really love him. You, you just. If they run angry and they could play for the Seahawks, they could play for AJ. But man, he's he's huge and like. Like he runs like he's, he's two ten. Yeah, he's quick. Yeah, he's quick. He's quick on his feet. He's got great feet for a big boy. I love him. Oh, the other thing is, I'm excited to see what these guys actually measure in at. Yeah, no, that's especially like because like we've heard Stevenson anywhere from like two forty to two fifty. Like that's a lot of fun. Well, Felton too is question. Stevenson, we've heard, we heard he was two thirty. Yeah, 
he's like listed at like 245. He could yeah. be heavier. He got no idea. Michael Carter, similar. Like, is Michael Carter 5'8", 190? Is he 5'10", 200? Like, I don't know. Can I also say, I, I don't think Najee Harris was playing at 230 this year. He looks sleeker. Yeah, he looks sleeker. And not... 220. Not, yeah. Like, no, like 220. Not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing at all, but... Yes, no, 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 no. seeing Harris measure in, I, I'm excited about that. I fucking love Najee Harris. I, I like, I mean, I already knew yeah, I did. He's like the coolest guy in the class. Yeah, I, I love him so much. I really, really love him. Yeah, you just I mean, love running backs. I do. I like this group. I do love running backs. I mean, I think there's a lot, of, a lot of good value here, and I, I put most approved Kylan Hill because again, uh, I don't like him. So this is most approved to AJ because there are people who still like him, and I, I don't. He just doesn't doesn't get the juices flowing like any of these guys that I just wax poetic about. And I put Elijah Mitchell for this because most people obviously coming from the group of five. He's a guy who's in a lot of people's top ten running backs. In I like Elijah mind. Mitchell. So that, like, that's I'm a good one. I, I think I'm lower on him than the consensus. I'm not that high and on him, but I like him if that makes any sense. You just like Billy Napier. That's true, too. Uh, and then finally, Sleeper. Captain America, baby. Chris Evans. I had to pick Chris <laughs> Evans. He's talented. And I liked him three years ago. Me too. And I thought he could be a potential, like... I don't know, fourth round pick. So, so I think the talent is there and he's, you know, he's barely played and it's, it was a, whatever the fuck happened there. It's kind of cool that he got to Mobile though. Like, I think that's fun. And, uh, he's yeah, got a chance. He's, he's got a chance to, uh, make a name for himself there. I put, I put Khalil Herbert. Um, I think he's an interesting day three option. One cut and hit it type dude. He's got yep. quickness. He's got burst. I want to see how he catches the ball because I think that's going to be a yeah. he, have a huge impact on where he's at. Barely did it. Was where do you have Herbert right now? Uh, like uh, round grade. Yeah, late day three, like sixth round. Okay, I, I like him more than you. I like him in the fifth. I, I think he's just kind of like a well-rounded dude, like you said, one cut, one cut and go. And but yeah, pass catching is it's going to be the the question for him. Uh, okay, moving to receivers where we got tons of them. Um, better team group. Uh, I put the American, but it, it's kind of close. I put the national. I, I think you can toss up. So I don't, I didn't count Devonta Smith, obviously. Oh, me um, neither. Me neither. Yeah. Cause I mean, then it's obviously natural, but Kadarius Tony is the best receiver there to me. So that, that kind of just put him over the top. I love Powell. Um, I knew you, it makes sense to me that you would pick the American. Yeah. Because you love Tony. You love Powell. I love Austin Watkins. You yeah. do love Austin Watkins. Josh Palmer from Brampton. Yeah, you love Racy McMath special teams upside. Stevenson is it's it's kind of not getting too much talk, but he's he'll be interesting to watch there too. I I, I end up pick, picking the national because I really love Dwayne Eskridge, the Western mm-hmm. Michigan receiver. Uh, I love Tom Wallace. I know you do too. I know you love Frank Darby too. I fucking but, love um, Frank Darby. <laughs> and, and Sage Surratt might Sage Surratt might be my favorite receiver there. This is the um, most well balanced uh, group because you could really yes. flip a coin. And, and like even like Kate Johnson, I think is an awesome slot option on day three. Yeah. Um. And, and really, pick your poison with the American and National in terms of which tall receiver has the best special teams upside between Racy McMath and Ben Skoranek. <laughs> ben Skoranek, maybe a tight end convert, but he's not even that tall. I don't know. He looked bigger than I realized. What is he listed at? Like heavier. I mean, what's he like? Like is he six three? Six three two twenty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, he's just like a he's oh. like a big receiver size. I, I didn't even mention with the national Nico Collins who opted out and yep. he was a guy who had tons of hype entering the entering the year. Um, big time recruit. Another height weight speed guy with great hands. Him, him and Sage Rap, both uh, yeah big guys. Yeah, 
definitely. And, and, and jumping to the American, I love Shai Smith. He might be my favorite receiver on the American. It's a good awesome fucking group. group. Yeah, it's really awesome. good. And you love Trevon Grimes. Yeah, well, Ohio State blood, so yeah. There you go. Um, um, most talented okay, so K- K- most Kadarius, Kadarius Tony. Tony. Yeah. yeah. Not even close. Okay, but the, I think the maybe the most interesting question of the entire thing is which receiver rises the most of the, of the week? Dwayne Eskridge, and I feel That's pretty right. yeah, I feel pretty good about it though. But th- there's a lot of guys that could like like would you su- be surprised if Austin Watkins like really makes no. a name for himself like, there? It, I think Cade Johnson, Dwayne mm-hmm. Eskridge. I think Frank Darby just because people haven't talked yeah. about him in a while because they didn't really play. Frank Darby's clearly my sleeper because I love I think, him so much. I, th- I think Cornell Powell could fit this uh, too, and, and, yeah. and I think um, Shai Smith could. Definitely. it's Again, it's a really, really good group. I, I, I figure we both land on Eskridge because he's got game-changing speed though. Yes, exactly. And, I mean, it's, it's already starting. It, it feels all set up for him to be one of the biggest risers uh, in the whole group in Mobile. Yeah. And the thing is um, about him is the speed gets all the focus, but he's a he's a very solid runner. I really mm-hmm. like, I really like uh, his toolbox of releases, and he just needs to prove he, he's a little more consistent with his hands. Yeah, no, uh, very true. Uh, who's your personal favorite? Kadarius Tony. I couldn't. I, I love so many of these That's guys. Okay. If I had to choose one, I, I'd, I'd say Tony. I, I picked Surratt. Um, I, I I fell in love with him last year. Uh, just a freak of an athlete, unbelievable hands, awesome ball adjustment and body control ability. Yep. I I see, I my, my Josh Gordon, DK Metcalf vibes <laughs> all over again, <laughs> to a lesser extent. So, but I I still think like I think he he's a guy who's just been kind of forgotten about. Who yeah. I think is a potential second round pick. Yeah, like everyone had him as a top seventy guy in the summer, and then yeah, just because he opted out, everyone forgot it. Um, okay, most approved? I put two. Uh, I, I put Amari Rogers because I want him to prove it to me. Uh, I know there's a lot of, like, top 100 talk. I don't see it. I don't see it. I, I liked him more this year. I thought he had a really good year and, like, really improved himself this season. But I still think he's, like, a like, like a fifth-round guy. I like the talent. So I want to see that. And I, I think overall I, I put Tyler Wallace, like, most approved me too. to the NFL. And here comes the Tyler Wallace train. Oh, boy. We, we've been on it for your – Two years, three years? How's how many years yeah. it been? Oh yeah. Um, he he. To me, he's got to show that the the speed questions yeah. aren't a concern because he's a good enough route runner to create separation, um, and he can keep that speed through the I, routes. Yeah. More consistent hands too. Although he is fantastic and fearless through contact. Yeah. Um, I I just want to see he he had some drops throughout his career. And um, flip flip side of that, Rodgers, I want to see him run routes, and I want to see him yeah. catch the ball consistently and, and, and make impressive catches, yeah. But both of them tore in ACLs, too, so keep that good, in mind. That's a good point, yeah. Uh, okay, who's your sleeper? Frank fucking Darby, baby. There's no one else to even consider. I love Frank Darby so much. I, I thought he was going to be one of the biggest risers of the season in Arizona State, just they didn't play. So, so I, I think he's going to go out and look awesome, man. I still believe in him big time. I picked Cade Johnson because he's a guy who obviously didn't play this year because South Dakota State didn't play. Yep. Um, built to be an NFL slot receiver, I think might have the best hands of the non-Devonta Smiths because Devonta Smith's not practicing. Uh, I think he might have the best hands in Mobile, so let's find out. And I, I also the I want to see how how he handles bigger uh, DBs. I'd love mm-hmm. to see Aaron Robinson against him, who's physical as hell uh, with length. And I I, I want to see more crisp route running from him. 
because I think he's got unbelievable hands and body control. But um, uh, he could he at least in 2019, I thought he could have improved his route running in 2020. That's a good one. I, I like that. Uh, okay, tight ends. AJ's favorite. Okay, AJ, tell us why you think the Americans got the best tight end group. It's not even close. It's the national team. They got the better fullback too, baby. The uh, only real true fullback. <laughs> the American team, I don't know what was going on. They couldn't win here. What's your grade on Ben Mason? Uh, first. Same. <laughs> um, uh, okay, yeah. I mean, the, the American is four guys who might get drafted on late day three. Uh, yeah. Pretty, pretty much. The Nationals got two tight ends who could go on day two, um, and a third who I think's interesting, Tony Pullman. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, do, I said we his name really quick because I don't know how to say it. Me neither. I was the smart. You should have Pullman or Pullman. Is the J silent? Pullman. I don't. I don't know. Pull, Bill Pullman. Yeah. Um, let's let's go through this quick. We don't have to spend a shit ton of time on this. Uh, most talented, I put Hunter Long. Who'd you put? And I put Kenny Yaboa. And biggest riser, I put Kenny Yaboa. I think he's going to go in. And, and I put Hunter Long. And I think that's how it should be. Uh, who's your favorite, uh, though? That's the toughest one for me. Yeboah. I, I really like Yeboah. I think he's a, he's a really interesting move tight end. Yeah. He's a great athlete, obviously. Big big statistical jump. Um, what a money what a money transfer. That was big time. I have them right after each other. Like, <laughs> my tight ends right now are Pitts, Friarmuth, uh, Brevin Jordan, Kenny Yeboah, Hunter Long. I love it. Yeah, I think those are the top five guys. Me too. Uh, yeah, I will say one thing. I was so unimpressed with Hunter Long's ability as a blocker, so I really want to see him there. Yeah, I think that's fair. Because I mean, he looks like, like I, he should. I don't be a know good if blocker. I just went in expecting he could block yeah. better. Uh, Kenny Abo also doesn't block that well, but I maybe expected more. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I put I put Hunter Long personal favorite. Uh, who'd you put for most to prove? Tony Poland. Me, me, me too. Me former too. quarterback. Um, Went to Central Michigan as a quarterback, converted to tight end, transferred to Virginia. A huge frame. Yeah. Solid hands. Uh, like, massive catch radius. Just not a very good athlete. I thought he was, like, did not move well at all. Mm-hmm. And wasn't a very good red runner. He, to me, his future in the NFL is like a former uh, um, Big Ten tight end who, who spent a decade blocking for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Matt Spade. Similar frame, yeah. And if he he can prove he can block that title, he'll make his money. Agreed. Uh, yeah, I think he's clearly the most proven and sleeper. Did you put Quentin Morris? Yeah, you. I mean, by law, by law. <laughs> Although I think Kylan Granson is interesting as a more of like a move, like a move fullback. Yeah, that's fair. And Trey, Trey McKitty, like again, I don't think any of these guys are going to get drafted. But like, I have Kylan Granson my highest rated of the American. Um, and that's mainly because he can do more than everybody else. Yeah, fair, fair enough. I, I don't know. I don't really love any of them. The, the problem is none of them are like great blockers either. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, like, I, I've seen some people. I've seen some people hinting that Trey McKitty's going to go in and be a big riser, Mobile, but I don't, I don't know. He just never really got the chances at Florida State or Georgia. Yeah, he, like in, even at Georgia this year, he was overshadowed by uh, overshadowed by freshman Darnell Washington. Yeah, sucks to suck. Okay, let, 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 that's enough of that. Um, offensive tackles, better group. I went with the national. It's just I think clearly deeper. Yeah, I I totally agree. And uh, like at the top, it's better too. Like like Leatherwood, I I'm, Leatherwood's my my top guy. Me too. 
But but you know it's Eichenberg. But there's a big drop off after him. Yeah, exactly. And then but and then in the national it's Eichenberg, Radens, Hudson, uh, Spencer Brown. So like that's that's all money. Who's um and, and even even after those like I, I like Adrian Neely and Brennan James a little bit. Who's your second tackle from the American? Oh, uh, Larry Jackson. Yeah, it? you know I love Larry, but I I think yeah. he's a guard, and you ruined yeah, it. But yeah, he's clearly my sleeper. So. I, I well, I think Royce Newman's also a guard. I also think Jaden Moore and Deontay Smith are guards. Yeah, no, that be... Dan Moore might be Carson Green. We don't have on a team yet. I'm assuming he'll be American. Uh, yeah, because he's with. I assume so with the Tamuga. Yeah. I I guess actually Dan Moore and Carson Green. I'm interested to see a little bit the t- the, the two Tamu guys. The Maroon Goons, baby. Yeah, I think they'll be fun Hell there. Yeah. But yeah, most talented Alex Leatherwood. My, my biggest rage was James Hudson because I just think he's got more upside than a lot of these other guys. Uh, mine too. Um, yeah. He, I really like this tape, and I think if he went back, like he, he could have had a little bit of first round hype. Um, just a really athletic guy, Michigan transfer. Yeah. Uh, I I want to see him improve those hands and improve that anchor. Those are my two big concerns this week for him. And stop making dumb penalties, correct? Who's <laughs> uh, your personal favorite? You know, I, I don't have a guy I really love in, in either team. I, I like a lot of them. And we make we make up for it by loving all the guards? Yeah, exactly. So I, I split it between Radens and Eichenberg because I didn't put them anywhere else. I put Eichenberg. Okay, I think that's fair. I, hey, I gave the small – I love small school guys, especially off the linemen and quarterbacks. So I, I like Radens. I've never been as hot – I've never been the first-round talk with him, though. Um, but I, yeah, I still, I I still that, like him. that's the problem. Yeah. I do. I like him too. I just not, I'm not there with him. It's true. Like I, it, I think what, if he wasn't getting mocked in the first round since the summer, I'd probably absolutely love. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I, I I like Eichenberg because I think he could just be a ten year vet uh, at offensive yeah. tackle, like a Jack Conklin type tackle. Um, just a really good run blocker. He's he's got shortcomings in pass protection, no question. But yeah, uh, I think there will be some along with Leatherwood guard talk for him. Yeah, no, I, I agreed. They're all guards, uh, baby. Mo- most approved, I put Spencer Brown for all the reasons we already said. Uh, tons of hype, great athlete, huge frame. Let's see how he holds up against some of these, these blue bloods. Yeah, totally agree. And I, like I said, oh, sleep. Bob, can I throw a comp at, at you for Spencer Brown, by the sure, way? Sure, yeah. Nate Solder. Okay, tall. Really great athlete, really yeah. tall and long and lean. Um He's always had kind of pass protection issues, but was always a very, very solid run blocker. I like it. I like it. And like I said, sleepers Larry Jackson, who also might be a guard. But I still like yes. him. I, I think. I think there's something to him. Um, my my sleeper is Brendan James. You love Nebraska. I do. I think he's a guard though. Everyone's yeah, a guard. He's, he's re- I just he. Uh, I I came away like more impressed with his pass protection than I was expecting. And just to throw it out, because we didn't mention uh, Dante Smith, the ECU tackle. Uh, he, he's he's apparently a freaky athlete, like in in the weight room. So throw that out there. Maybe Ooh. he's maybe he's got something this week. Okay, let's get to the uh, interior offensive lineman for an hour. Where, uh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Which group's better? Tough. I put the American though because I I, I did too. Yeah, like we we talked. I love Deontay Brown. I love Ben Cleveland. I really like Trey Smith. So like that's just. I think all yeah those to me, those are the three best uh, guards in Mobile. Agreed. Um, the, the I think the national has a little bit better depth. 
and uh, yeah, the better center. Yeah, that, that's for sure. I mean, uh, I've never been a Jack Anderson fan, Texas Tech, but I, I know people uh, yeah. are. I, I, I know. Um, okay, most talented. I split it between Deontay Brown and Ben Cleveland. I, I love. Both I think of them. Trey Smith right there, though. I think he's the most talented. I, I think you could argue any of the three, but I ended up with Trey Smith. That's fair. I, I put them like uh, that's why I went I more the highest. I love Ben Cleveland. I love him so much. I mean, I put it more like like my highest rated. Like I legit have early second, and I wouldn't be surprised if they both end up with first round oh, grades did, for me. Did I tell you who my Ben Cleveland comp is? I can't remember if you did. Do you want to guess? Uh, that seems really hard. Uh, give me the conference the guy played at. Why is this on the show? ACC. Fine. I don't know. I got nothing. Wyatt Teller. Oh, I think you did tell me. Yeah, and I, he's got that same like fucking uh, upper body strength, like just mm-hmm. pure pure tossing guys. Exactly. I love him. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think you can argue any of those three guys. Okay. I put Ben Cleveland as my biggest riser of the week. I did too. Like I, I, I don't know that people. It's not like people aren't talking about him. Yeah. But I just don't think they're talking about him enough. Like, like, like he's that good. To throw it in there, like Dane Brugler had him ninety eighth on his board, and I think he's a top fifty player. Let me see where I have him right now. Mind you, I haven't taken off the guy. Some I have him thirty seventh on my board. There you go. Yeah. I. Like, I, I he's awesome. I like I I have a sorry I have a borderline first round grade on Ben Cleveland right now. Yeah, me too. He, he's he's the best. God, we love Ben Cleveland. I love Deontay Brown too. And I, so I, I put I try to split it. I put Riser Cleveland. I put my personal favorite Deontay Brown because he's a fucking walking uh, <laughs> fucking safe. I, he's awesome. I have Deontay Brown fifty eighth on my board. Fair enough. I, I think I they're both like top forty guys to me. Um, do you want to hear my weird personal fave that I picked? Yeah. Aaron Banks. I love Aaron Banks. And I didn't okay. know I was going to love Aaron Banks, and now I love Aaron Banks. He's a good football player. He's massive, too. Yeah. Why are they all so big? He's 6'6", 330. Uh, I thought he he moved pretty well um, to the second level. Yeah. And I, he was just flattening people. I, I have a, a bunch of questions about pass protection, so this will be a huge week for him. Um, but I really like him. I have him, like, early fourth round. Um. Can I just add that I really would think Deontay Brown's the perfect Mikey Potty replacement in Seattle? Oh my god. We know, AJ. Do you want to hear my shut up. Do you want to hear my Deontay Brown comp or do you not deserve it now? No, I deserve it. Is it's, it CJ Fluker? No, it's not a good one. It's it's Michael Owenu plus. Plus side Michael Owenu, who was wide as hell and obviously had an amazing year. Um it does I don't think I don't think Brown's gonna go in and play all over the offensive line anymore, but I didn't think Owenu would either. But just wide body guards that that are better than everyone thinks. But I mean, Brown's the hype is going to come, obviously. But yeah. <laughs> okay, most approved. I put Quinn Miners. Okay, I, I put I put Creed Humphrey, uh, just to kind of reignite that stock. Okay. And you know what? Um, you can even throw Trey Smith in here, who I, I really like. But another guy who you know used to be we are medicals will be huge too. And the medicals exactly. Um. Okay, sleeper. I put David Moore. I put Quinn Miners. Oh, <laughs> I like so David Moore. I think David Moore, there's something to David Moore. I think David Moore might be a center option. Yeah, I was going to bring that up earlier, and I, I forgot. Um, all FCS David Moores are good. That's my take. That's a good take. Okay, <laughs> jump in defensive, interior defensive Let's line. Let's get through this quick. Let's get through this quick. Be- better team group I picked, the American, um, just because 
Like, I think Levi, I put Levi Omuzuriki for the most talented. Me too. But I put the American over the national because I think uh, we stuck Malik Herring in this group too, the Georgia defensive lineman. I like his versatility. I think he's perfect to be a, uh, like, a, just a rotational guy. And then I think uh, Marlon, Marlon T is a classic nose. And Marvin Wilson is maybe the most interesting. That's right, and you know, I it's kind of a bit awesome. I'll go national. I think, I mean, Onwuzuriki is the best, so that's easy. Yes. And yeah. I think Osa, oh, I can't say his name, Odashua UCLA is still still interesting. I don't love his tape, but I, he's still an interesting guy. Uh, him and Malik Herring are the two guys we kind of threw in this group because there's not enough interior defensive line. Yeah, and you know they'll be getting reps there. Exactly. Um, okay, biggest riser. I put Marlon T. I, I put Osa, if I'm even saying his name right. UCLA. I, I just put Marlon T just because I think he's he's obviously got the, the tools to be a, a starting nose in the NFL. Yeah. Great leverage. Tons of power. Great effort. Yeah. Um, and if he stands out with a little bit of pass rush, that could help him a ton. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, personal favorite, I put Levi. Who'd you put? I put Malik Herring just because I, I love a – Late D three defensive lineman <laughs> who I can play all over. That's that's a good point. Uh, and most then, of, yeah, Marvin Wilson's most approved. Obviously, uh, sleeper. There's only six guys. Who'd you pick? I didn't pick. I put none. Yeah, that's a fair. You know, I'm I'm agreeing. I put Marlin, okay. and I said I don't know. Laugh aloud. That's exactly what I wrote. Let's move on. <laughs> Sick. Okay, jumping to the edge group. Tons of, guys. of them. Tons of them. Uh, it was tough, but I ended up um, not picking one, I'm just realizing. <laughs> so who did you pick? It was tough. I ended up making a decision, and, and I didn't uh, cop out. I, I chose the National, and I, I think just a little bit deeper. And I'll, I'll add, yeah. I, I like the Notre Dame guys. I think they're kind of underrated right now, uh, especially I, Dylan Hayes. I'm going to go ahead and take the American now, just okay. to be different. Yep. I think both William Bradley King and Peyton Turner are really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Cam Sample. Like that's a guy I'm banging the table for. Boogie Boogie Basham. We we already talked a lot about him. And, and Jordan Smith might have the the highest upside of anyone there. Yeah, no, for sure. I, again, these this group is split really well. Yeah, it is. It is. Good job, Jim. You got one group right. Um, okay, most talented and or highest rated. Who do you have? This is a little tougher. Yeah, I kind of opted to the highest rated. I put Boogie Basham. Okay, I, I, I have Rashad Weaver, but I think it's one of them. Yeah, no, that's fair. And uh, I, I'm ready for – I think there's going to be a couple big risers from this group. And, I mean, well, yeah. It's uh, it's interesting because we've got the big, power powerful guys with great hands like Boogie and Rashad Weaver. But we've got the – like Quincy Roche and yeah. Shaka Tony are, are undersized but great athletes. Um, we've got just guys oozing with potential like Jordan Smith and Peyton Turner. I, um, I put Peyton Turner from a base riser. Okay, I put I put Jordan Smith, so that works perfectly. Um, both of which are going to be like 6'6", 250, 260. Yeah. And, um, I mean, Jordan, Jordan Smith's a Florida transfer too. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I think Patrick Jones is a little bit polarizing. What do you think of Patrick Jones? I'm, you know, that's a good opinion because I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what I think about him yet. I have him pretty high on on my board. Um, I, like, I really think he's explosive, twitchy, and have has been, mm-hmm. and he's kind of the rare guy of this group who's got the athleticism and the size. The problem is the pass rush plan, uh, and and kind of some questions with his power. But 
I think he's a guy who could really help as well. I didn't even put him anywhere. I just yeah. wanted to mention him. No, that's a that's a good point. I mean, um, yeah, no fear. Who who's your personal favorite? Cam Sample. Like this is my chance. I didn't know anything about him. All I knew <laughs> heading into watching him was uh, his teammate um, Patrick Johnson. Yep. I, someone I really like and uh, a very fun football player. Cam Sample, six three two eighty, plays in, plays out, um, balls to the wall effort, tons of power. His speed to power is awesome. Uh, I thought he played with great leverage. Not he's not gonna wow you with twitch or bend, but just uh, I, I got a comp on him too. Remember Charles Johnson with the Panthers? That's who I put down. <laughs> I like that. I put, I put Cam I love Sample. Cameron Sample. I put him for my uh, sleeper. Well, he's not a sleeper anymore. Also, I I didn't realize until we started uh, until we put like got prepared for the show. This Deo, the v- Vanderbilt edge isn't there anymore. Yeah, I know. Um, Sad. A couple guys that that you didn't know dropped out until they really they said the uh, the 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 teams roster teams. Yeah. Uh, okay, who's got the most proof? Uh, hold on, I didn't see my favorite. I I, I put. But it's a lame one. I put Boogie, but I, I think again I want to go to that Notre Dame duo. Uh, I think I like those guys a lot, and I think they're you underrated. I think I think. Um, well, who do you have higher? Hayes. Uh, I have Addy higher just because I, I think he's got more upside. Fair but enough. Hayes is the safer guy. Yeah. Like Hayes is gonna play a while. Yeah, uh, I I feel the same way. Uh, sorry, most approve. Uh, I put the Smiths, Jordan Smith. Because he's got to prove that he's this big riser and going up against the high-end talent. And, again, we've already mentioned the offensive line is awesome. And I put Ellerson Smith, who was another uh, – was an FCS darling. And, I like, you see the talent there. I'm not that high on him. But uh, he definitely has got a chance to go out there and look good. I, I, I similarly I, – uh, I grouped a couple guys here. I put uh, Roche, Tony, and Rashad because they're the three yeah. undersized guys who have a lot of athletic upside – but you can they handle the bigger offensive linemen? We got some big offensive linemen for them yeah, to, to go up against. Um, and and they all three of them have had hype at different times. I think before the season we saw a lot of Rashad hype. Yep. Um, at early in the season we saw a lot of Roche and Tony hype, and for all three of them it's kind of died down. Yeah. Uh, who 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 do you have highest on your board, Roche? Uh, um, sorry, I'm looking. Uh yeah yeah I do yeah so and, and like all three of them are in the two thirty two forty range or at least they're listed there so it'll be interesting yeah I mean I I yeah I'm ready I'm ready for one of these guys to really emerge I'm not in love with any of them me neither to, to be honest I'm just yeah I like Roche best like by a decent margin but I like I don't have a huge grade on him or anything me, me neither uh who'd you put for sleeper uh I put William Bradley King. You know when you just throw somebody on. on and you don't really have, like, much expectation? Yeah. And then you're like, D- dude, this guy's got hands. This guy's got a pass rush plan. He- he's stiff. He- he's not a great athlete. But he's trying absolutely every fucking tool in the tool. Like, he's he's trying everything. Like, he got... He didn't... Uh, he didn't have a, like mind-boggling stats or anything but he kept applying some pressure um and 
I just thought he, he was like he had a speed to power move. He had an arm over. You you saw swipe. You you saw long arm, which really caught me by surprise because you don't see that a ton. Uh, I thought he was interesting. That's fair. Uh, I I kind of I kind of dig it too. Again, uh, it's a it's a hell of a group. I'm very. Did you see? Do you have Peyton Turner here? Sorry, sleeper. No, I put Cam Sample. Oh right. Like, what do you mean sleeper? He's the most talented. <laughs> what do you think of Peyton Turner? I think he's really interesting. I, I'm. I, he's huge. Yeah, he's huge. Um, I'm ready. Like I, I kind of, I'm kind of using this week to really judge him. To be honest. Yeah. Well, so many of these guys. Yeah. Which again, makes up for the interior D line. Okay, moving to <laughs> linebacker. Um, better, better team group. I went with National because they got three Buckeyes. I also went with National, but not because of that. More so because of Chazerat. Chazerat. <laughs> I th- well, I think I think um, Chazerat. And uh, Baron Browning are the two highest upside linebackers there, and they're both on the national. Uh, maybe Jabril Cox in that conversation. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think Co- Cox. Um, I, I didn't put him for any of our superlatives, uh, but me I, neither. He, he's got he he's got a lot on the line uh, this week. He could be a big riser. Some people love him. Yeah, I like him. I, I don't know. I don't want to say I love him, but I like him. Uh, and I'm we we're both gonna have a chest rep for most talented. I mean, yeah. the athleticism really stands out, and he's still learning the position. He he plays with hair on fire. He's pretty solid in coverage. He's six three two thirty. I I mean, he's hard not to love, and he blitzes like a yeah, enough. yeah. He's so great. Um, biggest riser I think is an interesting one though. I went with Baron Browning because I think he's a really great athlete who didn't really get on the field full-time until this season. Yeah. Um, I thought he had a pretty good season. Um, he also, I, I I don't know how often we'll get to see him stick his hand in the dirt, but when he did it at Ohio State, he was a really impressive pass rusher. So I think that versatility, like he can play Sam, he can play Will, he can line, line up as a pass rusher, I think that'll help him a lot. That's a, that's a good one. Um, so I, I like Browning more, but I, I went again to Ohio State. I put Justin Hilliard, who came on well, – I, I I put him for sleeper just because like yeah he was added late he's a a guy who went to Ohio State as a five star and was like injured for three years yeah um he got got on in the field this season as a as the rotational guy kind of as what Baron Browning was the year before mm-hmm. and then he was playing even more late in the season he's a again you can see the athleticism I think he's a great tackler yeah he is he is I I'm I'm very interested in Justin Hiller and I think he could be a a big riser between now and April. Uh, personal favorite. <laughs> I had to put Patty Fisher. <laughs> I love it. We've been talking about him for fucking years. It's it's just like again, personal favorite doesn't mean anything other than he's my favorite. <laughs> like that's that's it. Um, I put Riley Cole. I have Riley Cole quite high on my board. I put him as a sleeper. I know he's not really a sleeper, but for the small school guys, I think he's going to be the biggest riser. Spent a lot of time playing like a true edge role in twenty nineteen. Moved to more of a actual Mike linebacker mm-hmm. role this season, and which helped him a lot. He's a fantastic tackler. I love the instincts. He is one of the best stack and shed backers yeah. in this class. Uh, I was about to say think, you can you can see like the the edge work translate to, to him stacking and shedding as a linebacker. Yes, and, and, and he also slips so many blocks. And he's just always in the backfield. I like him. I like him. I think he's yeah. The, the 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 true test for him is seeing how he holds up in coverage. Yeah, definitely. Um, most approved. Uh, I I put uh Charles Snowden because I mean, he's six like foot it. seven. I don't know what position he is. Uh, he's with the linebackers, 
And I like we, he's been on our radar for another another guy who's been on our radar for so long. Never never really put it all together, but the flashes yeah. are, are all there. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like one game he'll be playing like edge all game. One game he won't. Like it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. one game he'll have like seven passes batted down and then he'll disappear. Yes. Like it, it's, it's he's really weird. I, but he's fun and I'm I'm excited to see him. I put KJ Britt because I really like KJ Britt's uh, tape. I thought he gets downhill in a hurry. He feels like a like a psychopath. He is just he's got a nose for the football as a run yeah. defender but he also plays over aggressive and misses tackles he struggles in coverage so uh, and he's got that sec pedigree so i'm excited to see um like i think he's a top 10 linebacker in this class but how high will he go interesting i i like monty rice too i think he's just a safe monty player. rice is just a safe option yeah yeah i like him and who's your sleeper i already said i got hilliard i i said riley cole Okay, I, I just want to mention I like Tony Fields too, the Arizona to West Virginia linebacker. Yeah, no, I like I think it's I wouldn't even say quietly, but it's it's a pretty good. I guess quietly, it's a good group. You know it is, and it's it's hey Jim, good job, split pretty well. <laughs> yeah, it is split well. This was another one that was a tough well, one. Well, I mean, Americans got a lot of height though. Yeah, they do. Maybe that's Jabril and Patty are both six four, uh, and Charles is six seven. <laughs> That's sick. I love it. Um, also, Garrett Wallet, that dude's just gonna be a special teams linebacker. <laughs> okay, <laughs> moving to moving the corner where uh, it's an interesting group that has a ton of length, like I mentioned earlier. Yeah. We got some more nickely guys. Um, we got a guy in Cam Bynum who might be a safety. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, we got our boy Robert Rochelle who was playing the first game of this college football season. <laughs> Uh, who'd you put for the better team group? I put the American, um, specifically because I think Melifano and Aaron Robinson are the two most talented corners there. Uh, that is fair. I, I went with the national just cause they're a little bit deeper and I love Darius Williams. That's no, that's fair. Like, um, okay. Who's your most talented? I put Aaron Robinson. I put Melifano. Okay. And my biggest riser is Melifano. My biggest riser is also Melifano. I think he's going to come in and, and look awesome and, well, we're honestly with him too. We're already seeing it as people can dig into the senior bowl days. Yeah, yeah. We're starting to see it quite like he's a day two guy, and um, just obviously that length is unteachable. Uh, yes. And if he's anything like, like his brother, he's a freaky athlete. <laughs> I'm sure probably will be. Um, um, and then Robinson's just one of my favorite players. He's always around the line of scrimmage, plays all over the place. Just oh, love that guy. Good Malcolm Jenkins vibes. Robinson's your personal favorite. Yes, I put Rodarius Williams. I, I like him. He's just he's a dog, and he's always competing his ass off. Um. Oh, I but, forgot we get Ambry Thomas too. Hey, hey, wow! What a transition, Rob. I have Ambry Thomas for most approved. Oh, I put Robert Rochelle. Okay, I uh, like people are in on him. I've I'm, hey, I'm a Michigan fan. I've never been that high on him and it you know burned by the Buckeyes yeah <laughs> like the hype like it, it was there in the summer bin he upped it out and it, it disappeared and it, it's coming it's coming back I've seen him top 100 and I'm not I'm I've never been there on him so to me I mm-hmm. just want to see if if he's got or if he doesn't period I, I put Rochelle because he's the small school corner who's yep. been all like talked or the the non-FBS corner who's been talked about for like a year and a half yep 
and I didn't love his tape, and I thought he struggled early this season. He did. I think they only ended up playing like four games. Um, so this is huge for him. This is everything for his stock. Yeah, hundred percent. For sleeper, I put none again. Okay, I, I put St. Juice because he's Canadian and he's a Michigan transfer, <laughs> and he's six three, and he's long. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good pick. Um, Damn, I wish I thought of that. Yeah, sucks to talk, man. I'll put Thomas Graham. He's he's a sleeper because. He didn't play this year, so people forgot about him. <laughs> okay. That's, also, see why that, wasn't Brady Breeze invited? That's a good question. Fucking Jim. <laughs> you, never Fine. mind. End of show. Fuck this. Finally, the safeties. This show's gone way too long. Um, better team group has to be the American just because... <laughs> There's more of them. They have, like, seven, and the National has three. And the National doesn't have anybody who's going to go before day three. Whoa, 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 whoa. Divine Diablo, baby. Christian Uphoff's a sick kick returner. <laughs> uh, yeah, I totally agree. Um, I mean, th- these ones are kind of easy. Uh, highest rated, most talented is Nizir Dean, kind of obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and again, medical would be huge for him too. And yeah. again, we haven't seen him play like consistent football. And, and he's been injured his whole career, but he's also 6'4", 215. <laughs> and an explosive athlete. Uh let me ask you: Are you a Richie Grant fan, Rob? I we're, I don't think you are, right? I'm a like defined fan. Well, I've seen him like, like top one hundred. Oh no, definitely I am not. There are like those people. I that think he's allergic to tackling. Yeah, I've I see. Okay, I'm kind of biased because I threw on this. I remember that the hype was there like two years ago. I love UCF, especially back then. And I'm like, okay, let's see what he's got. I threw him on. I never liked him, and he, yeah, he was a bad tackling. I'm still like, kind of there. He he. I think he's a. a pretty good cover guy with good ball skills and he, he you, you'll see that in his turnovers but um like he's a mid to late day three guy at best I, yeah i feel the same th- way uh biggest riser who'd you put i absolutely am obsessed with tyree gillespie okay i'm not that high on gillespie but i put him for biggest riser i think he's got the i mean the zero dean maybe but I, I think of everyone else uh he's got the best chance to to really up his stock he, well, first of all, I love a single high safety. Yep. Um, he, I think he's got, he's such a, he gets downhill quick. Mm-hmm. He takes great angles. He's always making tackles. He, his take on skills are unbelievable. Um, there's man cover questions. So I think that this will be an yeah. interesting week to see how he holds up there and how the, cause, um, for teams that aren't playing a ton of single high, this will impact a lot of how they view him because he played so he, much of it at Missouri. Yeah. You know what it was for me? Um, it was that Georgia-Mizzou game that I watched because it was like a week noon schedule, and he, he really struggled in that game, I thought, just watching live. I, I, I didn't watch the tape. So I'm kind of still like – like I see the goods with him, but I, I that, that's kind of like still soured in my head, that, that one performance. You know what I mean? We're shaking your finger at you, AJ. Don't judge off a broadcast. Judge off his dominant tape against Alabama where I thought he was one of the best players on the field that day. Um, the Mizzou really- D played pretty good that game. Yeah, him and Nick Bolton like yeah. were everywhere. Um, and even do you remember that huge grab Jalen Waddle made uh, with two DBs on him? Yep, down the middle. Gillespie, the the length Gillespie came to even make that hit, and obviously Waddle still caught the ball, blew me away. Love the range. I love Tyree Gillespie. I think he he he's my personal favorite, and he's my biggest rider this week. I think he's a day two guy. I like I I again I can see him sneaking into the third. I I I agree. Uh, personal favorite I put in the zero because he's fun as fuck. And again, I just want to see him play. Yeah, well, I mean, he, he's, he's people are gonna talk about Derwin James when they talk about him. Like not 
that's not like because it's a realistic comp because of Florida State and their size. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and athleticism. Yeah. Uh, okay, most improve. Uh, I put Jacoby Stevens. I mean, me too. I want to like he needs to show he can cover anybody. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, and, and like, I don't know where his stock is right now. Me neither. And we've seen it all over the place since September. Uh, like, I think I, he's a linebacker. Yeah, no, I know, and I I can't get a good uh, good vibe on what people think about Jacoby Stevens right now. And and this is a this is a it's kind of a do or die week for him to be honest. Um, okay, finally, who's your sleeper? Is Divine Diablo <laughs> has to be. Divine Diablo kind of is kind of our guy on this show. Uh, is it yeah. wait? Is it because of the Cam Chancellor thing? Well, yeah, no shit. That's why I love him, and he's like the, one of the best names. I think he's got the best name at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, for sure at the Senior Bowl, definitely, definitely. Who's second? Before we go, who's the second best name? S- at the second best name at the Senior. Okay, Saint Juice is a pretty cool name. Yeah, Racy McMath is a cool. Name. Okay, no, yeah, that, that's that's the second best name for sure. Racy McMath. So that's a weird name. I love it. Um, who, oh, before we go, who do you think is going to win the game? Oh, I mean, it's obviously going to be. What did I say before the show? The I don't know. The national. It's the obviously national. the national. Give me a score prediction. Um. 20, 29. I love it. Yeah. 23. I'll say uh, 24 to 20 for the national. Who's your MVP? <laughs> um, it's, I mean, it's, it's probably going to be a quarterback, Mac Jones, I guess. But you, you know, have the no, national no. winning. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Fuck. Uh, why, do, why do I have the national winning? That's a good question. Anyways, I'm sticking with it. Uh, no, my MVP is he is going to. It's going to be from a losing – no, Ramondre Stevenson is my MVP. That's what I was trying to hope you would say. but it, I, I got there. Shut up. Shut there. up. I got there. I got there. Shut up. Um, Mine will be Dwayne Eskridge because he has a return touchdown as well. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, call my shot. 